Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heel Turn Art Live Weekly Wrestling Show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here about we're here to talk about this past week in professional wrestling, which means we're gonna talk about SmackDown. We're gonna talk about how crazy Sunday was. A lot of stuff happened Sunday, and of course, Monday Night Raw happened tonight, and uh, it was okay. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about a few things from that. But also, this Sunday, the last pay-per-view of the year for WWE, it's TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. We're gonna and talk- they're doing a really good job of not telling us anything that's on it. Well, I mean, they kind of fucked that up tonight, but you know. And it, it is some stuff. It's, we'll talk about, about it, and we'll give our predictions. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. So send us your questions and your comments in the chat, which we are monitoring, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. I I, I got a Christmas tree. I saw. It's, it's cool. I put I put lights on it. I haven't put my ornaments up yet, but I'm, I'm going to do that this week. Nice. My parents put up their Christmas tree. I do not have one. You, you fucked up. Well, I'm waiting for uh, when my girlfriend's here, then we're gonna, like, go... My girlfriend? Yeah. Well, my girlfriend's here, we're gonna super decorate next year. Alright, then. Because she's waiting. That doesn't mean you can't decorate this year. I know, but I'm busy instead of preparing. Not that I can talk, because I'm, you know, waiting. I'm not putting any ornaments up until I can do it with my lady friend, so, you know. I see, you get it. And also, I'm preparing the house because she's moving in a few weeks, so, you know. Lots to do. How are things with you, John? Got a Christmas tree. Been nice. playing video games. Nice. Uh, I, I I had a pack some blow to this weekend. Yes, I'm aware. I got to help Pat Bear with his uh, panel. Was you got fun. to do many a fun thing, which involved not posting you alternative until Saturday. I didn't get it when I asked for it, which was while you- I was at my office. Before PAX happened. You got it when I told you that I was going to get it to you, which was when I was, after I got home. Then I had to go to the airport, and then there was alcohol, and then there was running out and playing board games. And then it's, the th- you know the feeling when you're at PAX and your brain just like shuts off the outside world? TFW. Yeah, so. It happens. The episode's up, though. It is! It's also up is Pat Bear's panel in video form because I filmed it. It's not just panel; it's dot fitty. It's no, YouTube. It's no, on YouTube. I'm doing this, but yeah, that was a fun experience. Dot YouTube a URL? No, YouTube.tv might be a URL. I don't know. But do we own YouTube.cool? N- no. I don't even know that's available. You have to tell me. No, I can't go back to name. No, you gotta hover. <laughs> Not after what happened. We don't need to go into that. We know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody knows. I have only talked about it on like three different podcasts on this network. It's true. But yeah, John, I. It's not true. Damn it. But yeah, it was a it was a fun experience getting to record this panel because he had a a tripod and like a like a big old fancy camera to shoot it on. And then 
the memory card he had got full in the middle Fucked of the up. panel. Fucked I, up. I mean, I warned him about one card before the panel. I said, you know, there's a time on this, and it looks like it's only going to record a half hour. Mm. Then he swapped cards. Well, okay, you did the right thing. Then he swapped cards, and that one had a little more than a half an hour on it. <laughs> well. So I got to do a real fun bit where uh, when there was one minute left in that timer, I took out my phone and I started recording so that there would be no part of the panel that got cut off. And then he spliced it together. All right, then. So I was thinking on my hit. Thinking on my feats. I did the well, thing. Then. So if you want to hire me to do your panel for PAX and f- film it for you, just at those crows on Twitter. I'll be at PAX East. What was that? What was that noise? That was my phone. Why is your phone making noises, John? Because it picked. Because I forgot to put it on mute for one, and for two, because my doorbell detected someone walking by it, and that's the noise it makes when it does that. It just leave that on the whole podcast and just tell me what's at your door every time. I mean, you want me to just have the live feed on right now? No, no, I want you to describe it. And we'll call it the Alistair Black's uh, Knock It On My Door segment. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this segment at all. Alright, we won't do it then. John, you want to just get into uh, Rusty News? Don't go near my house. John, but where's, what's your address? <laughs> Again, the address that was said on this podcast is not a place that I lived at at the time, so I don't give a fuck. Alright, give me that ad- no, don't don't give me that address. Not giving you that address. That's where my arcade machine lives. You can't have that. I want it. Give it to me. No. Alright, John, let's get into wrestling news. Wait, I ain't get to talk about my thing. What thing? The the video game that you were all like, oh, I really want to hear that. Fine, tell me about the video game. What video game is it? By the way, YouTube got cool is taken. It's fucked up. <laughs> Playing control. Oh, right, yes. That is a video game you started talking about before the show. I said, I want to hear about it on the show. Okay, it's fucking awesome. Tell me why it's awesome, John. Because it's made by the Alan Wake people, so it's a crazy mind fuck, uh, and it's always got a bunch of weird shit happening, and the story's really interesting and cool, and it looks fucking beautiful, and, like, the... The telekinesis powers and all the cool shit that you get are really fun to play with. Like, sometimes the combat can be a little bit annoying, I'll, I'll grant. But, like, I'm I'm really enjoying, like, the fun little tools they give you. Like, it, it feels really neat and, like, you know, it, it's reminding me a lot of, like, you know, it's, it's obviously it's completely different from Max Payne. But, like, it's hitting a lot of the same receptors in, in my brain of just, like, good remedy combat that just, like, has a flow that, like, you're constantly hitting that flow and doing things. And like, you know, kind of doing your dashes and then like, you know, you got your shield and then you can throw people, you know, throw like fucking objects at people. And like, it's, it's just got like a really great flow to it. And like the story is super neat. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm really digging it. Mm -hmm. Nice. What about if I'm a person who does not give a fuck about remedy? Would I like this game? I mean, yeah, like. I don't think it's one of those things where it's like the it's you need to really like remedy to be into it. I think it's just like 
it's got the good shit that Remedy does that I really like. It's got all their weird touches of like, it's got a fake TV show that they made in there. And spoilers, it's a weird, don't hug me, I'm scared style, like zero budget puppet show. That's fucking like terrifying and amazing. Is there a way to watch that outside of the game? I don't know. Hmm. I, I mean, I think it's probably just like you, you might get it as a collectible that you can just watch in the menu. Mm-hmm. But like in, in typical Remedy fashion, it's like you find it on the TVs just randomly playing in the world. I and mean, like, did someone pull out the files and put it on YouTube is what I'm asking. I don't know. Maybe. Don't hug me on Remedy. It's called Threshold Kids. It's very good. That, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, again, it's got, it's just like, it's got all the really cool touches and all the really weird shit. Plus, like, the, the story is really, I think it's, yeah, it's just like, it's got the things that I really like about Remedy. Really interesting story, really interesting combat mechanics. Like, their, their world building and just like their design is absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like, yeah, this game looks fucking amazing. Yeah, even though like a lot of it is like, kind of just like mundane office, like, building shit. Like, the way that they just fill the world with, like, all this shit, and it, of course it's all stuff that, like, you can kind of interact with and, like, break and destroy because, like, you know, you're using all your fucking telekinesis powers on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That game's really neat. You should play Control. No, that that I, might no. be my game of the year. I, I, no, I I'm don't have time for that. Year's, Control's dope. Year's ending. I gotta play Luigi's Mansion. I, I have to play that too, but the control's fucking amazing. I'm also playing Pokemon still. They're shiny Pokemon, and I must catch them. They also yeah, play. but you also need to f- fucking kill the hiss. Be the director. That's not. Is that a Pokemon? Is, is, wait, is Giovanni the director? Is he in this game? I mean. There's sort of a Giovanni-like figure in the old director who... Does he have a Mewtwo? Spoilers, offs himself in the very beginning of the game. What? Yeah, he offs himself with his magic gun, and then you pick up his magic gun, and you become the director. Do you shoot yourself in the head, and then, like, your persona comes out? No, you don't. You don't shoot yourself in the head with the magic gun. You will definitely die. What does the magic gun do? It transforms. Wait, the Transformer? Is it, uh, what's his name? Is it, uh, Star- Shockwave? It is not Megatron. I thought Shockwave. Megatron is the one that transforms into a gun. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was him or someone else. Jeez, fucking poser. I don't... Soundwave is the boombox! That's right. Starscream's the plane, right? Yeah, Starscream's the jet. Okay, I knew it was one of them, like... It was not a gun in the movies, but was in the cartoon. I couldn't remember which one. It's Megatron. Wait, has, is, is he like a giant gun, or is he just like a small gun? It's whatever you want him to be, baby. Oh, God. All right. I'm I'm done. Are you, are you done? Control's fucking cool. Play Control. Playcontrol.com. You get a transforming gun. But you can also do John, psychic powers. John, name three things it transforms into. Uh, it transforms into a machine gun, a shotgun, and uh, a charged a charged sniper thing that just like blasts through like fucking. It just basically blasts through all the enemies in a straight line. It's fucking rad. 
It doesn't transform into a robot. It does not transform to a robot. It just transforms into other guns. Okay. And it and it has magical ammo that it just like auto replenishes. That seems useful. Do you have yeah. to reload it, or does it also reveal the? Clock? It automatically reloads when you're not using it. That's pretty sick. Although, like, if you if you use all your ammo, there is like a cooldown on it. Oh, okay. Okay. But again, it auto reloads, and you never and like literally just like reloads by itself. That's pretty sick. Does it make a noise? It's pretty cool. No, it it makes a little bit of a thing when it when it transforms to a different shape. No, much more subtle than that. Oh, that's a shame. Oh man. Also, if you if you're wondering why we're uh, we're stretching out the opening, it's because uh, it's it's eleven thirty at night and the Eagles are still playing football for some reason. So that game's still going on, and I'm trying to pay attention to it while also doing the podcast because I'm bad at my job. It's true. John, you want to get how is the sports ball going? Uh, there it's second and goal in the overtime. If they score a touchdown, the game is over. If they score a field Who goal, is the scoring the touchdown? The, the, the Eagles. Okay. The, 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 good, the good team. Tell me more about how they're the good team, Owen. They're wearing black. So clearly they're the good team. I, I, I need to hear more. Um. Duh. There it is. John, you're... Oh, wait. Is, is it... John? 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 Yes. Is it Wednesday yet? <laughs> Tell me about the wrestling news. Wrestling news, hit the button. First bit of wrestling news. John. What? Do you care about MMA? No. But I did hear this story, and I chuckled, because, <laughs> Yes, uh, Tito Ortiz fought Alberto El Patron. How do you think that went? I mean, I don't have to think, because I know uh, Alberto got fucked up. In the first round. He lost in the first round, John. After all this shit, they were hyping it up. This fucking gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, so what happened exactly? Like, I know that it was just, like, you know, a nothing match, so I didn't even check it out, but, like, how long did it go? Like, what did he lose to? Uh, the it, first round, three minutes and ten seconds. He submitted from a rear naked choke. Alright, I got caught and choked out, sure. But, yeah, here's the thing, though, uh... As part of the deal, uh, Tito Ortiz put up one of his old UFC heavyweight titles belts, and Alberto El Patron put up one his old w- WWE uh, championship, the old spinner design. He put up the spinner belt! He don't have that no more. Yeah, he lost it. He lost it. Unbelievable. You know, I'm something tells me that he probably doesn't care. That's a pretty like expensive thing to like give up. And also, he didn't he only hold the belt once. So that's like his only one. No idea, man. It's fucked up. 
so congratulations to Tiro Ortiz. He is now retroactively a former WWE champion. So does that mean that he cashed in on CM Punk? Yes. Just get him on the green now. screen. They got they got Doctor the footage. It was him the whole time. Don't convince any ideas. You know he'll do it. I know, and I'm telling him to. Hey, guess what? What's that, Owen? Here's the next bit of news. Uh, the the football game is over. Oh, thank God. The 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 the, the Eagles won. The Eagles won the football game. So I can stop paying attention to that. Hooray. Hey, John. What? How about them Giants? Huh? They're a team. Oh, okay. How about them Jets? They're also a team. I don't know which one's worse. It doesn't matter. They're both terrible. The Jets are worse because the Jets are always worse. The Jets are just like a laughing stock. Like the the Giants the, are the also, fl- to be fair. The Jets, 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 Jets fireman doesn't even like them anymore. What? That's that's unfortunate. I don't know if he doesn't like him anymore, but he doesn't go to games anymore. Speaking of not going places anymore, a bunch of people are no longer going to WWE for employment. Damn, that's a segue. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, what's up? I am so mad about this fact because they took away the one thing I really love. They took away Future Endeavor's Friday from us. Wait, Future Endeavor and Sunday does it have the same ring to it? Yeah, I, I, for the stream, I'm calling it Black Sunday. Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, else. it's not black for them. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's all, all of them, none, none of these people that were released were black. God damn it. It's not. <laughs> God. Uh, heel turn. Heel turn. So, uh, the first one that got released is uh, Luke Harper. Yay! It's it's Sunday, you know what that means. I mean, he did post that on Sunday. Did he reply? Did he follow it up with, I'm, I'm released? I don't think he did. So yeah, Luke Harper's not in the cage. Genie, you're free. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, we don't know that he's not in the cage. It could be a severed head. Shit. Did they just release his body and his head is still employed? No, hear me out here. It's They're just going to write Luke Harper off by having... If they're going to do it Lucha Underground style, Luke Harper is canon dead. He might You might see the real person still walking around somewhere outside of WWE, but that's not Luke Harper. Luke Harper is dead. Oh, Poor Eric Rowan. He just wants a friend. Yeah. So why not his severed head of his friend that he murdered? The, so Luke Harper before, uh, a while ago requested his release and posted publicly about it. Took a while, yeah, like right it. after WrestleMania. Took a while, but he got it. Hooray! Another person who did a similar thing of asking their release and posting about it on social media, but got it a little sooner, is Sinkara. Yay! I guess. Whatever, whoever that weird girl was no longer has a job either. Carolina or is it Catalina? I think she probably just went back to NXT where she was. I mean, she, like she was she was a performance center person. I know. I'm saying she no longer has a job on the main roster. Well, 
I mean, in fairness, they'd already fucking gotten bored and given up on her by, you know, the time that they went to the UK anyway. True. So Zingar's gone, and the the last uh, group to be released, who did not ask for it, were the Ascension. But seemed pretty okay with it all the same. Did they? I mean, Victor posted uh, a gif from uh, Braveheart of fucking Mel Gibson screaming freedom. Oh. What about Connor? Didn't look. Hmm. But I did see Sasha Banks' tweet, and I thought it was very sweet. I saw the Tyler Breeze's Instagram, and I thought it was very sad. What did he post? He posted the photo shoot of the fashion police and the Ascension wearing each other's outfits. Aww. And it made me sad. I'm like, I remember those days. Did you see Sasha Sweet? What'd she say? She just posted, like, fun fact, uh, Cotter was the officiant of my wedding, and, the first, person to, and the, the first person to sign the, the marriage certificate as a witness was Luke Harper. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was really sweet. And she's like, now release me, you cowards. Well, you know. They'll never do that. Nope. I mean, I'm surprised they released this for. I, I mean, you know. Not like they've been doing anything with the Ascension. That sucks. I hope the Ascension do something cool. I mean, all those links and shit don't work anymore, so, like, basically the entire premise of the article is dead, but, like, we should really post that that article about the Ascension in, yeah. in memory of them. The Vigilant Christian article that was lost. Just send, Just email it to them. It's fine. You just email it to them. Rest in power, my sweet pyramid boys. You got murdered by the New Age outlaws, and it sucked. Yeah, I was there. I saw it. I seen it. Thanks, Owen. Thanks for not stopping it. I tr- I mean, Trace was also there. He could have stopped it. So don't don't put this all on me. He was right there. I told him to jump in the ring and save them, and he said no. Trace is not going to put himself out there for any of these WWE dorks. It's true. And I respect him for that. It's, it's true. John, I got one more bit of news if you want it. Let's hear it, Owen. Uh, so the tickets to the Hall of Fame going coming uh, on sale on Friday. So. Actually, before you talk about that news, I do want to like I, I feel like we got off the the last thing a little too early because I do want to ask you where do you where do you think uh where do you see any of these people ending up? Luke Harper is going to be in PWG. Sankara is going to be in AAA. Ascension are going to be in Ring of Honor. And that's the thing is, like you know, I could see, um, like I definitely think that Sankara is going to maybe like try and try and try his hand to like you know, like you said, AAA, maybe uh, maybe CMLL, um, but like. I could definitely see something like, I don't know, Luke Harper, maybe, I think, you know, probably not AEW. I don't think any of these guys go to AEW, but, like, I could see Luke Harper maybe, yeah, working a bit on, like, the Indies doing, like, a PWG thing, maybe doing, like, you know, Empire State Wrestling, stuff, like, around the New York area. Capital Wrestling. I'd I'd fucking watch it. (laughs) I'd be cool with that. Have him fight Homicide for for the championship. Of course, you'd be cool with it. 
What is that supposed to mean? I'm just saying, you're the one that likes that show. As we will probably discuss at some future date, Owen, Mm -hmm. that show is everything that it lacks in competent production values. It makes up for in just batshit weirdness and just going for it in a way that I appreciate. And I watch it and I say, oh, this is the show that this is basically what if you gave pro wrestling dot cool money and said, hey, make a wrestling show. This is what we would come up with. No, but John, save this for in a few weeks. We'll see if it works then. It probably won't, but I'm just saying. I mean, there's going to be other people around. It might work. We'll see. It's a bad show, but it's my bad show. (laughs) It is your bad show. What about The Ascension? I mean, look, I definitely think that, yeah, like, The Ascension probably doesn't have... uh, much to go on right now. Although, I mean, someone did point out that uh, Victor did work a New Japan tour in the early 2000s. Yeah, and? I don't know. Maybe he's still got some bridges there. Who knows? Yeah, they just have World Tag League. It's not the time for them. I don't see that happening. I don't know. Anything's possible is all I'm saying. Okay. I just see Ring of Honor because I, that place is a garbage fire and they deserve it. Anyway, oh, and why the fuck? Uh, come on, man. Ascension deserves better than that. I like them. I do, I do too, but I like them too, but they don't deserve better. You might be right, but also, and come on. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth, man. Sorry, you can't handle Speaking it. of people that don't deserve better, hey, Hulk Hogan gets to go in the fucking uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame again because fuck all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the problem is that, yeah, it had to happen this way, but you hate to see it, folks. It's Tampa. This is going to happen. Also, why are they announcing the fucking first two Hall of Fame inductees so goddamn early? I, I was trying to tell you before you interrupted me. Tickets for the Hall of Fame go on sale this Friday. So, they gotta put names on the marquee to sell those tickets. And nothing says, I want to spend my WrestleMania weekends watching a bunch of people ramble like Hulk Hogan. Excuse me, it's going to be Hollywood Hogan. His penis is a completely different size, and he'll tell you all about it. Do you think he's going to... To dye his beard. Yes. Do I think he's going to talk about his penis? Also, yes. Oh, I mean, you didn't have to ask that. We know that's true. Will he end his... His whole speech talking about the size of his penis, ending it by saying, thank you for coming to my TED Talk? Absolutely. It'll be his trillionaire TED talk, please. Yes. God damn it. What if Ted Turner is the one to induct them? Why would it be Ted Turner? Why not? Because if it's going to be anyone, it should be fucking Bischoff. How about the guy who played the billionaire Ted? Again, if we're going to do those jokes... 
have trillionaire Ted do it. Ted DiBiase, he ain't doing nothing. No, oh, it's not. And funny. also, if you're going to induct Sean Waltman as part of this, I look, I get it. He, I don't get you know, it. He's number six. Like I could see, because I get it, because I could see the argument being that the original NWO uh, can co- also constitute when they got to their full form of in, of introduce of pulling out fucking the giant and uh, fucking Ted DiBiase and Vincent. Fucking put some the on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to make that argument, though, then you need to induct Virgil, and you need to induct Ted DiBiase, and you need to induct Big Show, and I'm willing to give you that you know, don't need to induct NWO Sting, but you need to at least induct those guys. Induct NWO Sting. Yeah, actually, okay, induct NWO Sting, you cowards. Just by himself. Fuck the rest of the NWO. Just induct NWO Sting. Oh, man. John, I want to see someone do the graphic, you know, how they have the graphic of all the inductees. Mm-hmm. I want one that's just the entire roster of everyone who's ever been in the NWO. Induct them all. Induct everyone. Induct Charlie Michaels put, again. Put Scotty Riggs or Buff Bagwell in the end, in the Hall of Fame, you cowards. Put Scott Snyder in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Give him a live mic. Let him threaten to murder Hogan in an airport. <laughs> yeah, but do the, do the ceremony in the airport. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Seriously, what's the worst that could happen? I don't know how Florida law works. Holler if you hear me and know how Florida law works. Hear me out, though, John. What if this year's celebrity inductee is Florida man? Wait, you can't duck Biggie into the Hall of Fame? No, Florida. God damn it, no. They even ducked the Kid Rock, they can induct him. Come on. Owen. What? I heard you like the wild ones. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I almost been hitting, wait, oh yeah, he was on that song. I was about to say, I was about to do, say, give me it's the, his song! No, I was about to say, give me the green light, um, cause I'm like, it's a Pitbull song. Oh, it's also a Flo Rida song. Hmm. Man, what Owen. Put, induct Pitbull into the Hall of Fame. When they're in Miami. Owen. Hi, what's up? So, in two years. Also, Batista's going into the Hall of Fame. Who? That's pretty cool. Batista? Batista? I I'm excited for the thumbs up thumbs down man. I'm excited for the uh, the red carpet. Sit in a wheelchair and be angry man. Oh, they they better have that in his video package. His greatest promo of all time. Royal family wave man. The, the using Twitter as Tinder man. Using using Twitter to heal and then getting people yelling at you and then responding, being like, you fucking Mark, I'm working, idiot. Wait, man, he did that. Yeah, he did that during his fucking (laughs) during his last run. That's good. But but for real, though, I'm excited for the red carpet. Batista's an idiot. I love Batista. I want to see him and Dana Brooke on the red carpet. Sure. Uh, you weren't on Heel Turn last week, but did you see the, uh, well, I guess it was after Heel Turn aired. Did you see the segment on backstage regarding Batista and Dana Brooke? 
Nope. They did a whole segment about their t- tweets back t- at each other, and they kept showing them and having these super sexy voices doing it over like jazz music, and it was very good. That's gross. I don't like that. I I was you know what I was kind of into it. I bet you were. Don't kink shame me. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Yeah, ter- ter- actually, I will kink shame you because I know that your your kink is being shamed for watching fucking WWE programming. I like backstage. They actually know how to do comedy. Did Did you see the Kevin Owens bit on there? No, I didn't see any of backstage. It's It's very good. So, uh, like he did this segment where they have someone come into a psychologist and sitting on their couch and like talking. And it's hilarious every time, because this one was about Kevin Owens' problems with Shane McMahon. And then, she, then he stole a ukulele. Sure, okay. It, it's funny. You, you should check it out. I, I can't do it justice. What I'm saying is, you can tell WWE... Explaining jokes is always great material, too. Yeah, all I'm saying is, WWE can't write jokes, but whoever's writing the Fox show can. They're good on them. We'll get to that when we get to Raw. First, we need to get to SmackDown. My favorite show. It it happened Friday while I was at PAX. Do you think... It happened Friday while I was hanging out with my friends, and I was like, I'm not going to watch that, no. Also, I can't watch that. I have people over. You can say, gather around, y'all. Let's let's watch uh, Roman Reigns get dog food dumped on him. That happened? You really don't know anything happened on SmackDown, do you? Literally the only thing I know about that happened on SmackDown. I didn't even look up like the, the results like I usually do. Literally the only thing I know that happened on SmackDown was the, the Miz and, and uh, Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah, uh, Baron Corbin and Ziggler handcuffed Roman Reigns to the ring post and had him dangling from the outside, and they dumped whole tons of cans of dog food on him. Why? Big dogs gotta eat. I mean, I guess that's how you get big and strong, because you, you say your prayers and eat your vitamins, and you get a lot of vitamins from dog food. People are giving this Baron Corbin stuff a lot of shit, but you know what? With how much they're just, like, hitting you over the head with this big dog crap, someone actually taking it literally is kind of funny. And I'm kind I'm really into it, because I think the big dog moniker is the stupidest shit. And every time my friend's over to watch the pay-per-views, I yell, the big dog, every time Roman Reigns shows up. So Corbin is essentially it's doing because that. Because you have a sickness. I, I do have a sickness. And the sickness is that I'm enjoying Baron Corbin. This heel, this heel shtick is working for me. Fuck, fuck Roman Reigns. I want to see Roman Reigns kick his ass. It's just so stupid. It is, but also this is professional it's wrestling. Like, it's, the problem is that, like... <laughs> I get where you're coming from in that, like, Baron Corbin, and I understand why, I I completely understand why Vince loves Baron Corbin, because Baron Corbin is the perfect avatar to do Vince's stupid bullshit that he thinks is funny and, like, great healing, and, like, he pulls it off very well. He pulls it off without fucking shame, without fucking batting an eye, and it's just, the problem is that, like, and this is the big difference is that, like, I'm just not fucking accepting of Vince's hokey bullshit. 
Because, yeah, it's wrestling, it's stupid, it doesn't have to be this stupid. This is just fucking garbage. I think what helps me with it is that, unlike, for example, a Dean Ambrose, where you see this hokey shit and you go, oh, he deserves better. You look at Fat Corbin and go, yeah, he deserves what he's getting. I think it also helps that, you know, Dean Ambrose definitely, at a point, kind of stopped really selling the hokey shit very well. That, that's which true. just makes it, which just made it even worse. Like there was a while, I was like, "This is terrible," but hey, he's going for it. And then it became very clearly, "This is terrible." Oh, he knows this is terrible. Oh boy. No, I think Baron Whereas, Corbin yeah, is way. Baron into Corbin it. doesn't give a fuck. He's he's doing it. He's a king. He's dumping dog food on the big dog. He had someone come out of fursuit. It's it's pretty good. Baron Corbin is doing what he loves, which is getting enough money to buy Lambos and post them on Insta. Mm-hmm. And I think, He's doing it for the gram. I think another big important thing is that while a lot of his bits may not work for the audience watching it on TV, it I know firsthand it is very much working for the live audience. They are very... It, his shtick is working to rile people up, and it's good. And people are... Even in Philadelphia, a few weeks ago, are rooting for Roman Reigns. So he's doing good work. I do just wonder if it really is just like Seamus Heat, where, yeah, you're able to get a reaction, but no one actually cares about what happens to you, really. I mean, I... Like, they might want to see you get beaten, but they don't care after that. No, I want to... He makes me mad. He's beating up the hero. I want the hero to overcome, and he's not doing it yet, so... Go Roman Reigns. Superman punched that dumb guy in the face. Superman that hoe. Superman that hoe. You. Another thing that happened on SmackDown that you do know about is uh, The Miz is going to fight Bray Wyatt at TLC. Can I just say, by the way, that, like, the way that I. Look, they do great work on Twitter. I'll give them that. But the way that the WWE on Fox YouTube account edits the clips together, fucking garbage. Oh, really? I, I haven't seen any of that. There's just, like, there's no, you know, well, because they'll do things like, you know, obviously this Bray Wyatt Miz stuff, like, took place over, like, multiple segments on the show. Mm-hmm. And just the way they cut it, it's just, like, a hard fucking jump between scenes with no transition whatsoever, Ooh. and it's really disorienting. That's a shame. They should get whoever's running the Twitter account to run that. At least just put, like, a fucking fade. Yeah. Maybe they're waiting for Fox to send them their copy of uh, After Effects. It just hasn't arrived yet for the interns. Come on, Fox, what are you doing? They're busy making that really good joke tonight. After the Mojo Raleigh segment. Did you see that when I posted it? Yes, I did. It's It's really funny. Tell me about SmackDown. Yeah, I was talking about The Miz and Bray Wyatt. They're fighting at TLC. Because Danny Bryan's all like, yo, where the fuck Daniel Bryan at? He's dead. He killed him. Danny Bryan's dead. He can't come to the phone right now. Look what you made him do. Yeah. She used his hurt hands instead of his heel hands. And now Dan Bryan's hair is gone. 
along with the rest of them. He's just still playing with the Fiend, apparently. Yeah, and the Fiend can't come to the door right now, so the Miz is going to have to fight Bray Wyatt. Well, Miz is going to talk to Bray Wyatt. Wait, what? That's what happened. The Miz talked to Bray Wyatt, and then we're all like, I'm going to find Bray Wyatt, and then... Well, whoops, I found this photo of no, wait, no, before that, me and though. my wife, but whoops, the Miz is... John, before what? that, though, they, they, he, asked, he offered him a match at TLC. On the That's sc- true. On the screen, and Miz said, yeah, I'll fight you. And then he said, then he started talking about his family, and they showed a picture of his family. And the Miz was all mad and ran backstage, and apparently the Firefly found don't for- Hey, don't forget that Bray was all like, I had a family once. Right. And we got to briefly see the old Wyatt family, and I'm enjoying that they're slowly starting to make it more clear what he's talking about mm-hmm. with his past. And they're doing a good slow burn with it, and I appreciate it. They're not just hitting you over the head with it immediately. Yep. So yeah, the, the Miz finds out that the, the Firefly Funhouse is being filmed right near Gorilla Position for some reason. And that picture of the Miz and his family is on this table. Except it's not the Miz. John, who's holding the Miz's baby? It's Bray, duh. Duh. It's Bray is the new Samoa Joe, apparently. It's his family now. Congratulations. He's got a beautiful daughter. Do- he's got some beautiful daughters. And then Sweater Bray shows up in Sister Abigail's, which is weird. Yeah, then he sings about, you know, the holidays. It's for family. It's no place like home. Yeah. So there you go. We're going to get to see Sweater Bray do a wrestle match. No, we're not. I don't know. That's what they're advertising. And also, the most interesting thing about this, John, it's non-title. What? They haven't announced this for the title. The graphic doesn't say for the title. Apparently only the Fiend can defend the title. Does the does the graphic not show the Fiend on it? No! The graphic shows Bray! Huh. It shows Sweater Bray with the blue belt, and it shows the Miz, and it just says the Miz versus Bray Wyatt. It does not say the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Well, I wonder if they're going to elaborate on this any in, like, three days. I don't know, but they, 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 that's how they announced it, and that's what where I was told over the weekend, right after SmackDown, I was told, yeah, it's going to be Sweater Bray. And it's non-title. As of right now, it's non-title. It might, that might change, but currently, the plan is non-title. What are they doing with Bray? They're doing good shit. We were just talking about how good it is. But it doesn't seem like they have any direction whatsoever. We'll find out what's up with Dana Bryan. That's the next direction. We'll find him being possessed by something. Probably. Or he's just dead. Or maybe he's a puppet now. I don't know. We'll have answers on Friday. Or we won't. We will. I have one more thing for SmackDown I want to talk about if you're interested. 
I'm not, but you're going to tell me anyway. I mean, it's a good thing. So you watch NXT. Sure. Remember Lady Ruff? Yeah, I do. Her name's Jessica Carr. Oh, I, yeah, I remember her whole, like, goodbye thing that they were posting on YouTube, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, she said goodbye, because she's going to SmackDown. And she had her, for her. And she had her first match on SmackDown this week, this past week. That's cool. Yeah. She did uh, Alexa Bliss versus uh, Mandy Rose. And she, nice. So, yeah, she did a good job. And it's, you know, it's a big, bold step for the main roster to finally start having, you know, female referees. Yeah, that's well-deserved. Good for her. Yeah. I'm happy for her. It's that's on, awesome. And it's on Fox, too, so it's on, like, a big platform. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way... It's on the quote-unquote sports show. Yeah, which, by the way, uh, the ratings went up last week. Went up 5%. Still only, like, 2.4 million, though. Only. Still one of the best shows WWE does currently. But yeah, so that, that, that was the last thing I wanted to uh, mention about SmackDown. We'll find out more about uh, the big dog and more about Bray next next Friday. It's all bad, though. The point is that it's all bad. The numbers are all bad all around. The fact that this is the best that they were doing, like, what the fuck? John, all TV is bad. Ratings-wise. Except for, like, sports. No one watches TV anymore. Everyone watches Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus has everything. Why do you need anything else other than Disney+, Plus, John? You can watch your Lizzie McGuire's. You can watch your High School Musicals. You can watch your, uh, That Darn Cat. You can watch your Baby Yoda. What else do you need? I'm good. <laughs> well, too bad, because what, what Disney Plus does not have. But I guess Hulu has, so technically Disney has it. It's it's Monday Night Raw. Oh, great. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, it's a show that aired tonight. <sighs> so, the first thing that happened on Raw, I did not catch. I will say before we begin that, actually, all things considered... This is a pretty halfway decent episode of Raw. Like, it's still, like, an okay episode of one of the worst shows on television. Don't get me wrong here, I'm still damning them with faint praise. Mm -hmm. But hey, after you got back, like, after you got past what was one of the worst segments ever until uh, later in the night when they did another of one of the worst segments ever, uh, it's pretty okay Raw at points. Alright, so tell me about that really bad segment that started things off, because I got homely, and I missed most of it. Jesus fucking Christ, the Rusev-Lana divorce was horrible. Was it? Everything about it was just awful. What happened? Name me a couple things. Uh, basically, they have just everyone looking terrible. They just have Lana being, like, yeah, Lana being manipulative and shitty, and, and like... Basically saying one thing and then turning around and, and saying the opposite thing and being a hypocrite. Like, saying, basically accusing Rusev of making everything about him, being self-absorbed, and then turning around and, and, and like, you know, basically saying about how, like, oh, you let, 
all these people get to your head. You let, like, you know, the Rusev Day thing get to your head just like any celebrity. And then, like, turning around and being like, I'm the star. I'm the most important person. I'm the this and I'm that. Like, yeah, it's all basic, like, you know, obvious shitty heel work that, like, it, it works in some sense. But it also doesn't work with, like... Rusev is also just being kind of shitty and dismissive and saying shit to her like, you know, she's fucking saying some shit that sounds kind of heartfelt and fair, like, and yeah, of course it's a lie and she turns it around and, like, makes it, like, fucking shitty and horrible because she's a heel, but, like, it's... She's saying things about how, like, you know, how she really loved Rusev and how, like, you know, she was so in love with him and, like, met all those things and then they just kind of drifted apart and all these things. And, yeah, it was there as a setup to have, like, you know, her go all that, go all in and be like, you know, no one will ever love you as much as I used to love you and, like, terrible shit like that. But then again, to have Rusev respond to that stuff, like, at first... Not even when she goes to that, but, like, when he she first says it, to basically be, like, calm down... He literally tells her to calm down. It's like, it just comes off as the most fucking dismissive, fucking, like, shitty, masculine bullshit ever. And it kind of makes it hard to take his side. Yeah, I can see that. And yeah, maybe that's just how divorce is. Maybe it's a comment on how divorce is ugly and everybody looks shitty and and bad in it and there's no real winner but like i also don't believe that this show has the subtlety or the brains to actually do that yeah if if you want to see an actual like story that like depicts divorce properly uh marriage story is available on netflix right now it is probably gonna i've get heard some, that's good it's, it's gonna get some oscar nominations i'm gonna see it soon hopefully i know someone that saw it and they very much enjoyed it that's good. I'm not sure I have very much interest in it because I don't really like No Bombach or No Bombach, whatever its fucking name is. I think it would be like, I can't deal with how stressful it's going to be. It looks I mean, stressful. I'm sure it's going to be super stressful and, and sad, but like, whatever. I know all about divorces. I know how it goes. Oh, he'll turn. Scott Steiner's Americana Spectacular 2. <laughs> Check the archives. Oh. I, I know a lot of people did, John, on Spotify. Yeah, it turns out. Weird. <laughs> it's a most popular episode. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this shit sucks. Uh, Rusev basically agrees to a divorce on the condition that he gets a matchup with Bobby Lashley at TLC. Oh, hell yeah. I wish I, I could get that in my divorce papers. The, the segment ends with Rusev putting Lashley through a table. It's going to be a tables match. Probably. No, it is. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, it's a tables match. <laughs> They're not subtle about when they set up these gimmick matches for this pay-per-view, John. They need to hit, use the weapon so that you know it's going to be that match. I mean, they could just tell you what kind of match they're going to do like they did later on in the night. No, it makes more sense if you use weapon. Hey, John. What's up, Owen? Drew McIntyre's an asshole. Yeah. Did you see what he said to Matt Hardy? Yeah, he was like, I don't know. He was kind of nice to me. He's like, hey, congratulations on your new son. I'm going to give you a chance to fucking just walk away before I leave your son fatherless. He called his son cross-eyed. That wasn't very nice. Why is he being so shitty to his family? 
because he's the bad guy. Duh. It is upsetting, though. And also, you stole that because I had that joke later in the notes, asshole. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Fight me. Thanks, buddy old pal. But yeah, he was... The beauty of jokes is that you can do them again. We're not the... Maybe we're not... Maybe we aren't above WWE. Maybe we'll do it. But John... It's called Rule of Threes! Wait, where's the third one? I don't know. We just need to find the third one. Alright, we'll figure it out. But John... He was being really mean to his family in a way that it became less... Oh, he's being a heel of more... Yo, he's just being really fucking mean and I don't like this. I don't feel... I, I feel uncomfortable by this. Eh, it didn't really bother me, honestly. I didn't I didn't like him talking shit about... Like, if that's, the way, if that's the way you feel, then you should watch the first segment of this show. Oh, I, I don't think so. I think I'm good. No, Owen, you need to watch the first segment of the show. It's for your job. You're, you're, right. you're going to have to talk about it in a couple weeks. No, John, I'm going to have to talk about it this weekend. Because we have a Patreon podcast to do, so I need to have the background on that match. Alright, then. But hey, John, speaking of bad guys... Duh. Uh, Seth Rollins had a big revel- had a big revelation on this episode. But also not really! Well, yeah, because we already, already knew, but... No, but also, did you hear the way that he fucking explained it? By saying I'm not the villain? No, what he said was, Oh, I wasn't in on the AOP thing. Like, I, I was not, I was never in on it. But basically the way he explained it was that he suggested that when fucking Kevin Owens, like, he really wanted to fight AOP tonight, but then when Kevin Owens, like, shot him down and said all that shit, he somehow found AOP backstage before Kevin Owens was able to, and aligned with them so that he could do this thing. He made it sound like this literally just happened in, like, the 15-20 minutes it took Kevin Owens to find AOP. Kevin Owens is bad at finding people. He's bad this at- makes no sense. Kevin Owens is the worst at, at hide and seek. It's easy to explain. All right, then. But, John? What? I can't believe you've done this. I can't oh, believe this crowd told him that he had to be the bad guy. And so he's like, all right, I guess I'm the bad guy. Why, why? You did this. You yelled at me a bunch. Now I'm bad. Why are you still yelling at me? What do I have to do? I wish someone just yelled get off. They just started yelling get off Twitter to Adam. John, he turned around and he shot Hannibal. He said, look, why, why did you do this? Why did the crowd do this? Why did they have to sh- kill Kevin Owens? They're late on the rent. Shit! Alright, he deserved it then. He'll turn. He'll turn. Fuck Hannibal Burris. Kinda. Kinda? Completely, I just still... Man. <laughs> I know, it's 2019's wild, man. You gotta, you gotta man. do this to his Hannibal. 2019's wild, man. You never Kill know. your idols. <laughs> no... Well, maybe, kill wrestling. Well, if, maybe if you kill the idols, maybe all the, the K-pop bullshit on Twitter will go away. 
Oh, man. What? What are you? Oh, man, that stuff's horrible. I hate it. I kind of enjoyed that one BTS song I heard. But not that. I mean, like, whenever you go into any trending topic, there's always people that just randomly post, like, K-pop videos. And I'm like, why? Why? This has nothing to do with the topic. Fuck you. It it annoys me. Stay on top of you guys. Come on. This is an important thread. I mean, at least have a funny joke. It's not even like a f- good goof. Don't like it. I think my entire block list on Twitter is just K-pop people. I don't like them. Hey, John. Yes. Why? Why? Why did the people make Seth Rollins have to do the thing that he was clearly already doing? Can't believe he's done this. Can't believe he's done this. I can't believe the crowd did this. I can't believe they chanced oh, CM Punk at him. It's like that's the one thing you need to do. No, but CM Punk's on the the NBC sh- channel. CM Seth Rollins on the Fox the, channel. You mean? No, I'm saying Seth. Roll- I meant Seth Rollins is on this NBC channel, and CM Punk's on the Fox channel. They can't intermingle. That's not how it works. Boy, do I have a surprise for you tonight! What? What are you talking about? You're Sammy Zane. Oh, hi, Sammy. What? Wait, this isn't SmackDown. Why are you here? Sure isn't. Why is he here? Has this? Is the wild card rollback? You explained it to me. But no, Sammy Zane explained it. He said, "I I signed up for a manager's license." Because I'm not allowed to wrestle. So now I'm, I just picked a random person backstage. And oh look. It's Mojo Raleigh. Remember that guy? It's like... Here's the thing. And, and this is why I will say that I thought that this Raw was pretty good at points. Is that like... I appreciate that they would introduce a thing. Here's Kevin Owens trolling fucking Mojo Raleigh backstage. Because Mojo Raleigh was doing Bugs Bunny shit. And Kevin Owens doesn't have time for this. And then they followed up with, here's Mojo Raleigh coming out to get his revenge as best he can, because, like, they got Sami Zayn with his back. But also, why should I care about any of this as fucking Mojo Raleigh? Well, you know what impo- and why is Sami here? You, what? You know what the most important thing about this was? No. Mojo's uh, face sickness is better. It's true. He's not doing the paint anymore. It got better. Why was he doing that? What what happened to the mirror he was looking at? He stopped looking in the Oculus. They sent the Oculus back to NXT where it belongs. Has wait, is, did Eo use the Oculus? I don't think so. She Eo used her scary mask. Oh, thanks, Poppy. She had her cool. She had her cool mask, and now she has a scary mask. Thanks, Poppy. She is the scary mask. It's true, Poppy. Y'all don't look at me. And the people looked at her, she turned into a bad person. Uh, I'm, trust me, Poppy, I won't look at you with those black bangs. We'll, we'll get to this, sir. But yes, I, I appreciate that they explained Sami Zayn being on the show. He's now the person who speaks for people who can't speak. Like Mojo. It was stupid, but I'm glad they explained it, at least. But you know why this happened, right? 
No. They're destined to do this forever. I guess so. Then it does it forever, John. Forever means forever. They're destined to do this forever. Speaking of things that we're destined to do forever. This podcast? Maybe you are. Oh. I I'm enjoying the Kabuki Warriors storyline. I didn't think I'd like these two-on-one handicap matches, but they've kind of delivered, and I've really enjoyed them. I really liked the Charlotte one last week, and I liked, for the most part, this one with Becky. It's just so fucking boring. Like, it's just so boring to see them do, hey, here's fucking a two-on-one against Charlotte. Now here's a two-on-one with Becky. Oh, wait, what are we going to do now? Oh, of course, a fucking, we'll just mash them all together. And yeah, they're fucking doing TLC to make it seem, like, slightly different because it's not going to be just a standard fucking, like, you know, match, a tag team match. But also, come the fuck on. I thought it was cool because both of them saying, I don't need you, fuck you. I could take them. Again, the story, it's, again, the problem is not the story itself. Like, the story itself is actually kind of okay. Like, they're doing, like, pretty decent storytelling. It's just, they're not drag, they're not, like, you know, doing the long tail. It's all just short-term booking. So it's like, again, it's hard for me to care about this fucking match when I've already seen a variant of this match in the past two weeks. I thought this one was different enough from the, at least the Charlotte one. How is it different? It's a fucking handicap match. The first, the one with Charlotte was her using her size and strength to, to have the advantage for the most part of the match. This one was the Kabuki Warriors having the advantage for the most part on Becky until she just like started using her cunning to to get them separated. Okay, and how is that gonna make a fucking the same match not be basically be the same match when we see them just mash those disparate parts together on Sunday? It's gonna be a bunch of bullshit with weapons. Oh, cool! That makes it so different. That's what the pay per view is. It's bullshit with weapons. That makes it so different. It makes it so not a thing that I haven't seen before. Uh, I don't know. It's just fucking laziness, dude. Like, it's just doing the shit that you've been doing and then mashing it together. This is the exact same shit that we've been complaining about on Heal Alternative with fucking Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, where we're just going to do this match and we're going to do the match again. Oh, and then we're going to do the match, but we're going to add Roderick Strong so that you think it's different, but it's not actually. I like Roderick Strong. I feel like you're you're willfully missing the point here. Roderick Strong is the table. He's, he's not James Hatfield. He's the table in this TLC match. And he's going to be used... Just like the table, and like Roderick Strong, it's going to be used to elevate the other people in the match. Like, you know, here's the thing I'll give him, is, you know, as much as it's like... The fucking Alistair Black, uh, Buddy Murphy storyline. As much as they're fighting total, like, jamokes that I don't care about. Yeah, I like Tazawa. He's a great wrestler. It's, it's cool that they gave him his old Titantron back instead of the fucking, like, shitty Rising Sun thing that they gave him, like, a month ago that was, you know, fucked up and problematic in the same way that they always do this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's not fucking believable to beat Alistair Black. Come on. 
ditto like Buddy Murphy beating Zack Ryder. Like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't hate Zack Ryder. I like Buddy Murphy. But and again, you're building up this story between these two and, and giving them a reason to be like, all right, yeah, they both look strong. They both look like they're going to be cool going into this match on on Sunday. But like, you know, again, they're not people I care about. You know, what I think the problem is with this, and I think it's a but, it's a rampant problem on Raw. But again, at least it's something different. It's not just you building up a, a match by having the match happen in b- different parts yeah. for weeks on end. That's what I was gonna say. The problem is that that's how they used to do it, and it and it like failed because you know you just had the same match over and over again, building up to the same match. But they still got a three hour show they have to fill, and they got to build these stories. So they just need to fi- they just find the most disposable talent backstage and put on like pretty decent matches, but ones where there's never never any doubt who's gonna win it. And I feel like that's a rampant problem on Raw right now. But again, I'd at least rather have that because that feels like it's building towards something. Yeah. It feels like, okay, it's it's building towards, again, making Aleister Black look strong, making Buddy Murphy look strong, making me go, okay, well, I know these two are going to fight. And they're like, you know, handily beating these yeah. two, these two, like, you know, people that I know are pretty decent and have like held titles before. So they're pretty cool. Like, let's see where this goes. Whereas like, this is like, why the fuck would I care about watching Charlotte and, and Becky fight Kyrie and Asuka? I've already seen them both fight like Kyrie and Asuka. Like, I'm supposed to care that, oh, it's going to be different this time, and maybe there'll be Becky two belts again. I, I think that's what's going to happen. But we'll get I can hope not. We'll get to that, but, yeah. I think I, I understand that. But I think at least that they're just doing it with this one match and not every match on the show. But my what I was getting back to with the other thing is, what I think the problem is with those, you know, jobber matches is that I'd like to see the lower talent win every now and then as like a surprise to make you think oh yeah that would be nice too I mean shit it would be nice to have like Tozawa actually be somewhat legit yeah or like Zack Ryder get a surprise victory going what okay Zack that already happened at Wrestlemania we were pissed it's true I want that to happen in a non-Wrestlemania spot because that's where it always happens in New York. And against people that we actually like and want to see win. Exactly. Fuck the revival. FTR. I don't know. I'm still interested in this match because I still like everyone involved in the the women's tag. So. It doesn't bother me as much, but I can totally understand how it's, you know, annoying that they're dragging it out by doing different variations of the same match. It's just fucking lazy short-term booking. It's just complete and utter laziness in trying to drive ratings by just being like, oh, see, there's the thing that, don't you want to see it again? Thankfully, it's going to end on Sunday. I I mean, I hope. Please, please end on Sunday. Nothing in this company ever ends. For fuck's sake, they just did on NXT last week, they just did fucking Killian Dane versus Pete Dunne again. Did they? And granted, that was because they. Yeah. Oh man. And that was because they couldn't do what they wanted to do, which was Killian Dane versus Damian Priest. 
Which, oh man, that's going to be really different from the fucking match that they just did at TakeOver, I bet. John? Well, Pete Dunne's not in it, so I guess that means it's a completely different match, I swear. John, what happened to Damian Priest? He's injured. His ribs are hurt. I don't think that's what happened. What do you think happened? John, how do do you fight a bow and arrow? I mean, if if you're Fire Emblem, then you you hit the you hit him with an axe no, or something. No, but you're killing Dane. Excuse me, you're killing nine millimeter. Oh, I see. Gun beats. Well, yeah, you're gonna arrow. have a broken rib or two if you get shot in the chest. All right, that's fair. Just just making sure we're clear. David Priest got fucking shot by killing Dane. Makes sense. He likes his, he likes the gun because of the way it looks. Is that it for this bad show? Not quite, <laughs> because we got speaking of jobbers, we got to talk about the the Rowan segment, which I enjoyed. That was pretty. That was pretty funny. That's that was good. That was a good little bit. Jobber got to actually do something good. I thought he was going to get that count out for a second there. I thought he was going to get it. Yeah, that's what I love about it, is that it was believable. Like, you thought, oh, shit, he got him. No, he didn't. He's dead. Because the jobber stole the the little cage of whatever the fuck Rowan's carrying, ran it up to the top of the ramp. Luke Harper's severed head. He carried the severed head up to the top of the ramp. Uh, Rowan chased after, and the jobber ran through the crowd, got back in the ring. The referee counted, and he almost got the win. Got up to an eight count. And then Rowan's like, oh yeah, now you need to die, sorry. <laughs> Rowan's like, alright, I'm just gonna do fucking Iron Claw Slam to you like three fucking times, and the referee's gonna stop the match, and I think he won, but also they never actually said? He, he won by ref stoppage. They should say that! I, I assume the website says it. They should say that. They should have, but I think that uh, Mike Rome was too scared. Wouldn't you be scared, Ron Rowan? No. Alright. <sighs> okay, I'm looking at what we got next, and John... What's up? Here's something that we're probably going to be talking about in a few weeks. The Street Profits did a a special segment. Oh well, first before we talk about that, we should talk about the fact that like this was the second appearance of the Street Profits for the I night. I give a shit about the first appearance. I mean, I kind of give a shit about the fact that like the Street Profits answered an open challenge against the Viking Raiders for the the Raw Tag Team Championships and got like no reaction whatsoever. Exactly, I got the same reaction as the crowd did. Who cares? They weren't going to win the belts. Well, you kidding me? Yeah, but you'd at least like to think that, like, oh, the Street Profits, they're this cool new hip team that does fun stuff. They got a big win against the OC. John, like, what? It's South Carolina. Well, you connect the dots. Uh, well. I mean, South Carolina does have a large black population. Yeah, I'm sure they're not fans of it. Oh, man. <laughs> You'll third. Sorry, Chase. Look, the point is they did a fucking fake-ass weekend update 
with the Street Profits, and oh boy. John, this... I mean, hey. John, this looks like something we could have put together. This green screening was so fucking bad. Yeah, it was. Are you sure we didn't put this together? I like to hope that we didn't, because for fuck's sake... I'd like to think that we would have had, like, better, funnier, more clever writing than this. I don't, I, I don't mean the gotten, writing, like, I mean the production on this. This is fucking WWE, and they put out this shit? Are you yep. kidding me? This is, like, fucking cable access. And not, like, on purpose. And the writing was This was horrible. horrible. Yeah, this, this was... I think Vince McMahon wrote every single one of those fucking jokes himself. Like, the writers probably handed him a bunch of, like, really, like, decent ones. And it's like, I don't get it. You know what I like? I like these kind of jokes. It's just fucking abysmal. And just made even worse by, like, the clearly, like, you know, they they did, like, the fucking canned, like, applause and, and laughs and everything to make it sound like they're doing fucking uh they're they're in like the studio like they do for weekend update with snl mm-hmm. but it was just so fucking obviously fake and just obvious that no one in the crowd was into this they did at one point during the segment they did show you know how they sometimes show the tron from the crowd's point of view yeah they did that during this during one of those lasting bits and the crowd was on their hands yep and you could hear the, the the laughter pumping through the audio of the stage. And I went, ah, that's bad. This was painful. I didn't laugh once. No, none of it was funny. Which, I hey, look, I, I guess I will say to their credit, it's accurate to the experience of watching actual Weekend Update. Weekend Update has at least one good joke every now and then. Or they bring in, like, a character that can be funny. Yeah, I suppose. They didn't even have a character they brought in. No. Again, abysmal. Yeah, we're going to talk about this in a few weeks. I don't have a list in front of me, but I'm going to find it hard to top. It's... There's some there's some bangers on there, don't get me wrong. Well, let's not spoil it. This one was fucked up. It is, yeah. So, Yikes. And the uh, last thing I want to talk about for Raw is that Rey Mysterio defended his U.S. title against AJ Styles. Yeah, this match is fine. But John, it's, it's either being creative because it's not AJ Styles versus Humberto Carrillo. It's Rey Mysterio this time. It's different. Well, I mean, and Rey Mysterio is the champion now. And that too. And also they built it up by having AJ Styles earn the title match. So it's not just, oh, he's getting another title match for no reason. He had to earn it. Just like Humberto Carrillo kept earning his shots against AJ Styles. I mean, AJ didn't really earn it. He just... He won the an automatic. They said he won a match. automatic rematch, didn't he? They said he won a match. I thought he just got in his automatic rematch. That's not what the commentary said. The commentary said that oh, he, he earned it, the title match against Mysterio. Whatever, I don't give a shit. Okay, point is, they, they're they using justification to just do the same match over and over again. Also, since you brought him up, yo, fuck Humberto's new theme. You, you just want Dolly Gas. Yeah, I do want Dolly Gas! Dolly Gas is rad! 
This new theme's pretty good. No, it's not. I like the video package you had of him with it. It's fine, but uh, come on. Sorry, John. You can't. You, you liked it too much. They had to tear it down. No, that's the problem. Is I didn't like it enough, and then when I finally like accepted it into my heart, they took it away from me. You should have liked it sooner, John. So start accepting this one in your heart quickly, or else you lose this one too. Now, I'll just keep complaining online about how Dolly Goss was robbed. Dolly Goss featuring Pitbull. No! Dolly! Mr. Worldwide. Hey, John! They this fucked ma- up the ending. This main event was hilarious because of the way it ended. Randy Orton showed up. He said, I'm Randy Orton. Well, after, before that, though, the the OC tried to interfere. Well, they always do. That's nothing new. Yeah, I know, but, you know, I'm still worth acknowledging. Mysterio did fight them off, but the important thing was this Randall Snake Man showed up, and he's like, oh, I'm a snake. Bye. No, I'm a snake. Hi. He, he left with, like, I, I'm not, it's not a qualification. I didn't do anything. And it was a distraction. Uh, I'm just a sneaky snake, not a bad snake. We don't know if he's a bad snake or not. Kind of a tweener. Owen, is he the bad snake? There it is. Hey, we did. Now we can never do that joke again on this episode. Rule of threes. Well, for this episode. I said that. I didn't hear you. John? Mysterio won't be to roll up, and before anything else could happen, the show just ended. Yeah, like, literally, they had the fucking, the fucking, uh, copyright bug, like, on the screen before the roll-up even happened. Pretty funny. It's like, oh, I was literally like, wait, are they gonna just fucking go off the air without fucking an ending to this match? And it's like, oh, okay, there it is. See you on NXT. We're out of time. Just start up to NXT with what you didn't see on Raw. Well, no, because we saw everything. I'm saying if they didn't, that's what they would do. Because it's the same network. Nah, you know, you know they just posted on Twitter. Yeah. You didn't have to say that. I already knew. Just like, I mean, AEW is good at posting things on Twitter instead of airing them on the TV show. Yeah, I know. Can, can, I, can I quickly complain about that since I'm not on that show? Sure. Why the fuck would they put the big revelation of MJF hiring the Butcher and the Blade on YouTube while the show's airing and never referencing I it? I don't what? know. Like, I know. I only saw it like the next day. I went, what the fuck? I, I didn't I see it because know. I was watching the goddamn television. <sighs> it's awful. I, I hope you guys was, talk about that this good. week. Yeah, It was, was not good. Okay. That, I hope you guys at least bring it up on, on Wednesday. Because um, I, I, I feel blew like my goddamn mind. We, it's a thing that I feel like we've been bringing up here and there. 
that they need to get better with their storytelling and not just like do a bunch of it on, let's say, for example, being the elite. Yeah, but the problem was is that they posted this while the show was on TV. Again, I know. That's that's the problem. Anywho, are we done? John? It's past twelve thirty. We have one last thing to do. We have to give our predictions for this Sunday's TLC pay-per-view. Hooray. Do you I'm know so what the excited. card is? No. Does Vince? No. Do I? I don't know. Do you? No. I need to look it up. Alright, I've pulled well, it up. This is great. There are six matches. That's more than I would have guessed, so okay. Looking at it, yeah. Yeah, I know all these matches are going to happen. Let's start with the uh, a real banger. It's uh, Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a tables match. Alright, I can't wait. Lana's going through a table. Yeah, Lana's going through a table. I have some yeah. bad news, though, Owen. I think it's going to be both Rusev and Lashley who accidentally push her to the table. Yeah. But still, you know who else is going through a table? Rusev? Yeah, it's Rusev. I'm going to say that uh, Lashley's going to go through the table. I'd like it to be. It would make me... It would, I, mean, I was going to say make me happy, but it, it would be It'll better. Make you content. You'll be still too much. Still too uh, much. You'll, you'll be, uh, you'll have a smirk on your face. Mm. You'll blink I would not twice. be bothered by that result, let's say. You'll, you'll blink twice to let us know that you're okay. Sure. Okay, I'll take it. Next up, a tables, ladders, and chairs match for the Women's Tag Team Championship. The Kabuki Warriors, who are Asuka and Kairi Sane, defending against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. God, I want the Kabuki Warriors to win. So do I, but I don't think it's happening. No, it's not happening, and I'm going to be pissed about it. Becky Two Belts! Only for Charlotte to turn on Becky afterward. I can't wait. It's gonna be so fun to see that again at WrestleMans. They're gonna do it at the Royal Rumble. Why do they do it at WrestleMans? I don't know. Actually, wait, no, I, I believe you because I, I have a I have a pet theory for that too, of what they're gonna do at WrestleMans. What is it? I I mean do you really wanna know? Is it gonna be the, the horsewoman? No, I don't think it's going to be the Horsewoman, but I do think that it's going to be Shayna. Shayna and Becky? Yeah. Shayna wins the Rumble? I think Sh- I think Becky's going to... Yeah, I, that's actually what I think is going to happen. I think that fucking Shayna is going to drop the belt to... Is going to drop the belt to Rhea right before Worlds Collide, so that, like, you know, Rhea can have her match against Kaylee Ray, because that makes more sense as a baby face heel dynamic. Uh, and then... And they've done that before, yeah. Yep, and then Rhea's gonna go on to the main, and Rhea's gonna go on to the main roster debut. And like, I don't know if you she mean wins Shana. the Rumble. 
Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if she wins the Rumble, but I think she's going to get the AJ Styles push of like, she's a big entrant in the Rumble and she lasts a fucking while. Even if I she doesn't win, then she's in there for a bit. I say let her win and have her dumb friends help her. I'd be okay with that. So yeah, all right. That's the case. I'm gonna and then say I think that- she takes, and then I think she takes the title off Becky at Mania to set up for, to build up for Ronda Rousey coming back, and then doing Horsewomen versus Horsewomen. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say then that the Kabuki Warriors are gonna win because Charlotte and Becky can't get along, and that leads to their title match. That leads to Sh- to uh, Shayna, and then I think that's gonna be Shayna versus Becky. But um, Ronda Rousey is going to be in her corner. And then next year they do the Horsewoman versus Horsewoman. Yeah, Horsewoman, Horsewoman is definitely next year. Yeah, all right. Buddy Murphy versus Aleister Black. Buddy Murphy's getting his god dang head cut off. Yep, Aleister Black's going to win. Kicked off, whatever. Buddy Murphy, you deserve better. They should fucking just fight in the dark room. No, this is WWE. They'll just light everything red. Light everything black. That, what? But, I mean, well, I guess... Black lights! Black lights aren't really black, though, although they are the best. I know. I'd, I'd they, see a black right, light wrestling match. Yeah, right? That'd be Sh- pretty cool. Just shooting, shooting each other with paint and then lathering themselves with it. He, the, he's the real dubstep cowboy. This first blah 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 in, in paint all over him. What else is happening? The Miz versus Bray Wyatt in a singles match. It's not for the title. I think it's going to be the Fiend. I think the Fiend's going to show up in the during the match, and it's not going to be Bray Wyatt. They're going to find a body Did, double. No, don't do that. I think that'd be fucked up, and I'm kind of into it. Oh, I got a better idea. The Fiend shows up in the match, gives Sister Abigail to uh, to the Miz, takes off the mask. It's fucking Daniel Bryan. I hate that. I kind of like that. Right? <laughs> It'd be pretty good. After hearing everything you have said, I don't want this match to happen. Why? Because this sucks! Oh man, alright, fine. How about uh, the tag, the SmackDown tag titles on the line, the New Day versus the Revival? For the hundredth time. That's, that's fine. Do you know who's this the champ? This match will be good. Hmm? Do you know which one of these teams is the champ currently? Yeah, yeah, the New Day. Okay, just make sure, because it keeps fucking changing. No, it's the New Day. I'm aware that it is Kofi and Big E. I think they're going to see that interview that Kofi did. Oh, uh, uh, oh, the one on the uh, Corey's podcast. Yep. I heard about it. It's pretty, it's pretty great. Danny Bryan's a good guy. And also, yeah, I mean, I'd like to acknowledge that this sucks, but like, it's not how they're writing my character. So. Yeah, it's not wrong.
New Day are going to win. Kofi remains happy. Yeah. He's just happy to be here. And finally, a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Seriously? What? They just don't give a single fuck about TLC at all this year. It's a tables, ladders, and chairs match. But, like, none of the titles are on... Like, none of the titles that matter are on the line. Correct. It's just fucking John, crazy John, to me. John, there are two title matches on this show, and they're both tag titles. No Intercontinental, no United States. Not even the they, Raw tag titles. They'll add some, like, over the weekend or on SmackDown. I bet they add at least one more match. Again, just amazing to me the complete lack of fucks given. Also, this is in Minneapolis, so who gives a shit? Probably not them. Roman's winning. Yeah, big dog. Big dog and a strong. Also, the poster is pretty good for uh, TLC. It's just the picture of The Miz and happy Bray Wyatt. Sure. It's so fucking lazy. Oh my god. So this company, you mean? Yeah. So I, I, I fucking hope that they at least give a shit about Elimination Chamber, whose tickets go on sale this Friday that they kept advertising. Good luck with that. I, I, I already have my tickets. I, I want to see the chamber. You know they did TLC in Minneapolis two years ago? What? Why? Mm, they they did it as a they did it as a raw pay per view. Huh. Yeah, it was San Jose last year, and then it was yeah. That's weird. Philadelphia was supposed to get a TLC, but then they took it away from us. They felt bad about it after the fact because they gave us a Raw instead. They didn't even give us another fucking pay-per-view. They gave us a fucking Raw instead of TLC. Sure. So you know what they fucking did? What's that? They gave us King of the Ring. Right. That was fun. And then also the main event was the TLC match. The only TLC match I've seen in person. For the WWE Championship on Raw. A TLC match for the title between The Miz and Jerry the King Lawler. All this shit is whack and upsetting and I don't want to discuss it anymore. Alright, and that's been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's a website. Go to the website, also go to Patreon.Cool. You get show notes for this and all our podcasts. And also... If you subscribe now, this Sunday, John and I will be discussing TLC after it happens. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Do you hear how excited he is? By $5, you get to hear how stoked he is after sitting through 100 hours of TLC. Just kidding, it's going to end at 10 o'clock. I fucking hope so. There's so few matches. Unless they give Corbin and Roman like an hour. They'll find a way. Life does find a way, John. 
And we'll talk about it on Sunday for our patrons. I'm now reading about the first ever TLC pay-per-view. Uh-huh. The main event was DX versus Jericho. Jesus Christ. I like Jericho. I saw them debut. The main event, though? A 22-and-a-half-minute TLC match? Yeah. I remember that match being okay. Do you not like Jericho? It just feels like... I don't like Jericho. You know my opinions about DX. Jericho and Shawn Michaels having a match. That seems cool. Also, there's two other people there that no one cares about. Again, you know my opinions on DX. I yes, I'm I'm aware. And how I also don't really like Shawn Michaels that much. John, wrestling isn't wrestling. That that's also canceled. It is. I know, and it bums me out. <laughs> it, we are like, a DX. Had to be DX done because yo fuck that dude. We are a DX thing by a person that's real bad. Can't can't believe it. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> John, uh, where are we on social media? I don't know, at PWDOTC on Twitter, also at The Yule Turn. What about Facebook? We're on Facebook. Should they just search for ProWrestling.Cool? Yeah. Alright. What else what about they you? Do? I don't know. Because our other podcasts and with Zone, it begin with Zonecasts. We're also on Zonecast.com. Us and all the other podcasts. Listen to them. John. Your. Your Instagram. I am Instagram. It's me. What's your your name on Instagram? And I am John GM. You can go look at all my posts that I don't post anymore. John, what's your Snapchat? Um. I think it's. I think it's. SGT.KabukiMan? I don't your know, pri- I don't Snapchat a lot. What's your private Snapchat that people pay for? Venmo at I am John for the deets on that one. Oh, yeah. And what if people just want to follow you on Twitter? Again, I'm at I am John GM. What about if they want to Don't really see post you? on Twitter either. What if people want to enjoy the, the idea of you streaming video games? Twitch.tv slash video underscore shames. Good. And I'm Maybe at I'll Thunder- do that again. <laughs> we'll see about that. I got that Elgato, so I probably should do it again. You should. I'm at the underscore Ozen on Twitter. And also, we stream the show live every Monday after Raw, which is like a little after 11 p.m. Eastern Time, over at Twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. It would just be so, so much work now because I'd have to get a new microphone. Yeah. So I'm not going to disassemble my fucking podcast setup to just to do the streaming in my living I mean, room. I, that would be dumb. I, I also got a second microphone, so it's not the stupidest idea. I know, but yeah, it's just it's money. But yeah, if you tune into uh, Heel Turn Live on Mondays, we can interact with you in the chat if you're if you're cool, if you're not being an asshole. And trolling us. Is that what people were doing this this episode? No, I wasn't no but they've done it before. I'm just letting them know that we, we won't acknowledge you if you're an asshole. So don't do it. Be cool. 
or I will acknowledge you sometimes just to tell you to shut the fuck up. Well, well, do, do, he does that on Heal Alternative. Because John has full control of that show. That's that's going to be on that Twitch channel on Wednesday nights. It's true. Anything coming up? You can up? check out our weird broken stream that is always, like, kind of fucked up and, and, like, out of sync because my computer just can't handle it. I'm building a new computer soon for streaming. I'm I'm looking. Yeah, I I need to just. It's the. I think the bottleneck is just like my fucking CPU on it, like my my old ass i5 that I have in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think, and I think that going to tiny. I think that going to tiny computer would not improve on it because I think it's just like it's an i7, but it's the same year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in 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 2020, I'm gonna build a new computer. And hopefully on Christmas I can start getting a few parts to get rolling. I have an well, eye I'm on not really- going to do that, but I might get a new Mac Mini. I have my eyes on a really dumb monitor that'd be really funny for streaming. You know those really stupid, like, really long ones? They're, like, ultra-wide? The ultra-wide ones? They're, like, oh, that's yeah, not those 60 by 9. Ones. It's, like, 21 by, like, 9. Yeah, the 21 by 9s. I know those. Yeah, this is it's stupid. I'm I'm looking into it. But yeah, hooray, John. I uh, people will hear you again on Wednesday, and I will see you on Sunday. And I'll see you all in. He- oh, we know it's not Hell in a Cell. I'll see you at the, after TLC. So until then, ninety days. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.